Welcome to the Daily Update. Uh, have an opportunity today, uh, Mike Williams, the uh, Stearns County Administrator is here, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the collaborate, uh, collaboration that we do. This is something uh, in our response, our Emergency Operations Center, our Emergency Operations Plan, uh, is something that we do jointly. And it's something that uh, not only uh, Erin Tufty, who has been on this program or this update in the past, uh, she is the Emergency Operations uh, Director uh, for both the City of St. Cloud and Stearns County. So she, she leads that effort. And so I brought uh, Mike in today to talk a little bit about some of the collaboration we we do together and also some of the things that are happening at the EOC. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, this is one of those aspects of where we we collaborate and work together with, uh, you know, St. Cloud sits in three counties, uh, Stearns, Benton, and Sherburn. Um, and even our EOC, we collaborate with uh, Stearns and Benton and through a joint powers agreement, both Stearns, Benton, and Sherburn. So we, we collaborate together and we work on utilization of resources. And when we get into an emergency situation, one of the things that's most important is we all have different roles. And those roles, uh, if everyone did the same thing, we'd be, do we'd be you know, doubling up and, and taking a lot of resources away from where they're needed to be directed to. Uh, so we collaborate with the experts that we have. Uh, tonight, in fact, uh, one of the items that we, uh, we work and collaborate with that's on the council agenda tonight is Community Development Block Grant, the CDBG. Uh, CDBG dollars, uh, this is, these are federal dollars that come to the City of St. Cloud on an annual basis. Uh, you may have uh, witnessed at council meetings, uh, we, these are dollars that go to underserved populations in our community and they're, it's quite an extensive process. These dollars are allocated to cities uh, above 50,000 all over the country. And uh, we have a normal allocation. This year uh, that allocation was allocated earlier um, this year through a very open process, a very transparent process, goes to the Planning Commission, goes to the City Council, and eventually out to where the need is. Uh, the federal government had added additional CDBG dollars, Community Development Block Grant dollars, in response to COVID-19. It was part of the overall $2 trillion package that the federal government passed uh, not too long ago. Uh, and those dollars, uh, we learned last week that we would be able to, we've actually been lobbying our federal and our state folks uh, to have resources directly. And this is where we collaborate. Um, certainly as a, the, uh, the 87 counties in Minnesota are the instruments or they, they're the conduit for social services when it comes to the state dollars that are there. Um, so when we look at the social services aspect of things, uh, the counties are the folks that are the experts and those are where those dollars flow. Uh, so we work with, um, we've been working closely since our EOC, our Emergency Operations Center was first engaged when the governor first made his declaration and we at the local level uh, opened up our EOC. Uh, one of the most important things that we do right away is look at um, you know the public safety, safety of our uh, of our population, but even more so those vulnerable aspects of our public uh, of our public. Um, the aspect with the stay at home order that the governor has issued and, and since extended, um, it's it's not you know a lot of people are doing it, but if you don't have a home to stay at, uh, you need to have a different way of doing that. So we from the beginning have been looking at how do we help uh, the vulnerable folks in our community, uh, those people that uh, are either uh, experiencing homelessness or they're possibly on the edge. So we put those dollars, $370,000, we came up with a plan uh, talking to the county, talking to the EOC, and talking to the many organizations and individuals who on a regular basis are really uh, spending their time and their, their, their treasure and their talent uh, working uh, with, that, uh, with the homeless population, those experienced homelessness and those folks uh, in the food shelf. So we, we connected, we collaborated and came up with a list. And that list uh, is 
is the topic tonight at the city council meeting uh, of where those dollars would go. Um, and these are direct uh, payments that would go through a federal dollar, CDBG dollars that would go to help. Um, and you'll, you'll see that tonight, it's listed on our website as to where that is. But I, I wanna start by thanking all of the individuals who on a regular basis um, are out there working and they're continuing even more so, they're stepping that up. Uh, we wanna make sure it gets to the people uh, that need it the most and those on the ground, the folks so that are out there doing that are the ones that best know that. Uh, so I'll have Mike talk a little bit about that piece tonight. The council meeting tonight is, is the second uh, in the city's history where it's being done uh, in a, you know, the council won't, most of the council won't be here. There'll be one member, Co Council President uh, Gerger will be in this building and the other council members will be uh, in their homes electronically and through video uh, here um, through the meeting tonight. Um, this, the CDBG dollars, we actually opened up the public comment piece of that last Wednesday. If you recall during this update, actually, we opened up that public comment period and it's actually uh, over the last five days, people have had an opportunity to email in or make a phone call. You can still do that actually until until uh, three fifteen this afternoon, uh, and then all of that information will be uh, compiled and given to the council members before tonight's meeting, so they have an opportunity to to go through that information and have an opportunity to uh, to have an informed discussion based on the input that they've received uh, from the public. Uh, tonight's council meeting will be at six o'clock. It'll be on channel one eighty one. Also be streaming uh, here on the city's website. Um, the council members, as I mentioned, uh, the the information that has gone out. Uh, the CDBG is one of the one of the the larger items on the agenda. There are also some some routine measures, and there's also um, one aspect of that is to extend the the local executive order that was signed. Uh, actually, it's, it's it's set to expire soon, just to extend it out another <clears throat> 30 days. What that does is gives us the ability, um, and I can tell you what we've, we've utilized it for, it gives us the ability to, to move around resources, human resources primarily. Uh, uh, in, in a situation where we're at, we wanna make sure that our most critical aspects of the city, public safety and infrastructure, um, that we can put uh, employees in different areas that they may not normally uh, be working. It allows us to move around those resources, but it also actually implements our EOC, or our emergency operation plan. Uh, by declaring that emergency. And it also allows us to have meetings such as the meeting tonight electronically. Uh, without that order, we wouldn't be able to do that. It's not only the council meeting, but it also allows us some of our other meetings, our planning commission, our, our zone of boarding of a, a board of appeals. Uh, these are other functions that need to take place um, under the regular basis. And those meetings now will have that ability under this extension, extending it out for another 30 days. Um, that will be taking place tonight also. Um, at this part of this update, uh, I'm going to now turn it over to Mike Williams to talk a little bit about the, the collaborative effort between the county and the city. Mike. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, as you suggest, we, we do this much together. Our EOC is uh, jointly operated between the city of St. Cloud and Stearns County. Our emergency plan is, is a joint plan. And so when you say that we've invoked the, the emergency plan, um, ours is, is much the same for the Stearns County, and we've invoked that as well until... April 21st, at which time the board will meet again, and I'm sure that we will extend that um, for Stearns County as well. And it does the same thing for the county. It allows us to do things differently um, and, and use different methods to meet the needs. Um, as you said, move people around, um, you know, even to the point of um, ignoring or massaging some policies that we need to, that we need to do some because we have to do something a little different. But yes, we do things uh, much together here, and I'm glad 
Um, you're, you, either you or your administration have been at all of the EOC daily briefings um, for, what, three weeks now uh, since we opened the EOC. You have your law enforcement there. You have your health department there. And so there's a good representation of the city of St. Cloud at these meetings. And, um, and we talk about the, the broad issue, the COVID-19 issue, you know, uh, worldwide, nationwide, and Minnesota, and, and the countywide, so we have a good handle on that, and we plan what needs to be, needs, what needs to happen in the coming days every day. Um, one thing that's happening now is we're managing a lot of donated items, um, PPEs for, the, for, um, for our healthcare people, and things like that, and uh, that's taken some real organization. But one of the things that the, um, the, the emergency management folks and our social services people were very concerned about, and my board, frankly, was very concerned about, was people experiencing homelessness in the area. And as you suggest, they really need, they, you know, without a home, uh, they need a place to stay, and it's very difficult for them to follow uh, social distancing if they don't have a place to stay. And so, thankfully, some of those CDB funds, CDBG funds will be used to expand um, uh, beds for people experiencing homelessness. Um, I believe there'll be 14 more beds created at the Place of Hope with some of those dollars. In addition, there's other improvements at Place of Hope that, that can occur as well. The next part of a, a responsibility that we have um, during this crisis is in the case that someone experiencing homelessness does uh, become infected with COVID-19, then we are required to isolate them, have a place for them, and monitor them 24 hours a day. And so the, some of these increased beds um, could help us uh, when that occurs as well. And we're working with other, with other property owners in hopes of creating some space. Uh, in, in, I don't think it's in case that happens. I think it's when it happens. And so we know we're going to have to do that. We also have a responsibility, again, some of our most vulnerable population. Uh, for example, if we have a child in foster care but we don't have a place to place that child, we're going to have to have a somewhere, particularly if they are infected, um, to, again, isolate them and monitor them 24 hours a day. And so thankfully, um, the city has been well involved in all of this process and understands the situation and understands that, that C those CDB, CDB dollars um, are really going to make a difference as we combat this crisis. Well, thank you, Mike. Appreciate uh, that. And, um, and the aspect of collaboration uh, is, is, is key. And uh, one of the things that I think is it's important in this area on a, on a regular basis is the collaborative e effort. Um, you know, you don't have many places where a city sits in three counties you'd, in, the, in the country, let alone the state. Uh, you don't have a place where there's a lot of other cities around our city uh, where a lot of the organizations that are out there that are helping to serve. So uh, that collaborative effort uh, continues. Um, some of uh, what you were talking about, uh, looking at other facilities, that's one of the things the city did um, right away, reached out to St. Cloud State University some of what you're talking about with the area of foster care uh, and actually to be able to isolate uh, individuals, um, that's a site. They have some dorms that aren't being utilized uh, and they were the first to respond and say, yes, what can we do? What can, how can we help? So it's not just the, the cities and the counties, but it's also the other uh, public and private 
Uh, there are a number of folks, and I, I can't stress enough the, the, the gratitude we have in organizations, um, the Homeless Helping Homeless, the, the, the Salvation Army, the Place of Hope, um, Catholic Charities, um, uh, all of the folks that have stepped up, and uh, that's where the, you know, a lot of the CDBG dollars are going to, um, because um, this, these are the folks that are on a regular basis are, are, are putting their effort and their time and, and tremendous gratitude to all of them. But it's also not only the aspect of people experiencing homelessness. Uh, we know uh, what we've experienced uh, both nationally and internationally, uh, the issue of domestic violence. Uh, Anna Marie's is one of the areas where uh, additional dollars are put in also. Uh, and some of those dollars will be utilized for uh, and when, when a facility reaches its capacity, uh, the only way you can do that is utilizing some of the hotels, uh, and some of those dollars can be used for that purpose uh, when it comes both with the folks experiencing homelessness, but also um, uh, increased capacity for Anna, Anna Marie's the, for domestic, uh, making sure uh, that we, we reach out to, in a case like this, there's a lot of folks, everyone is affected. Um, there's, I, I don't know of anyone that doesn't affect, isn't affected by uh, either the health issues of the stay-at-home order or in their business, there isn't employees, uh, but we need to make sure that we do everything we can uh, in that respect. So the collaborative effort is how we do that. Um, and, and it's not a matter of, um, you know, sometimes, you know, when you get the question, well, is that the city responsibility, the county responsibility? We all take our own responsibility because in order to actually have an operations plan, uh, you've got to have roles. It's not to pass the buck, but you got to have individual roles that people have that serves the greatest need. Um, so we're all, we're all still uh, working through the process uh, as we continue. Uh, the governor's stay-at-home order at this point uh, continues till May 4th. Um, we're, I want to thank uh, all of you for what you are doing, uh, whether it's as individuals or as businesses, um, the, the outpouring of support. Um, it's been amazing. Uh, you see people who may have, you know, may not have a business right now operating, but they're still donating their time and their and their dollars. Um, the as as Mike mentioned, um, if you want to donate either dollars or, or material or time, uh, you can call the the local the local hotline, the COVID nineteen hotline, which is eight seven seven Saint Cloud. If you want to use the letters, uh, or it's eight seven 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 eight two five six. 5683. I got that number correct. 877 7825683 is the number for the COVID hotline. That's for Stearns, Benton, and St. Cloud. It's answered through the day. And uh, of course, you go to the city's website, you have a link right from the city's website to the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, Minnesota Department of Health, uh, Stearns County, our Emergency Operations Center. All those things are on the website. You can go directly to that if you're an employer or an employee. A deed, if you're still interested in what, you know, if you, if you need more information about if you're a business, the, the PPP, or if you want information about unemployment, that's all linked there. And probably the best state site that they have is mn.gov, uh, backwards slash COVID-19, or just go to mn. Uh, mn.gov and you'll go right to it right on the front you'll be able to see that gives you an update county by county throughout the state of Minnesota it gives you all the information that you need uh, it's a great site uh, to to navigate uh, locally um, the numbers are uh, in in Stearns County are still at, at seven um, Sherburn nine and Benton one um, that uh, I always have to preface that those are the numbers we know we clearly know that um, 
you know, with, without the uh, widespread testing that uh, folks, um, uh, but those are the numbers that have been identified. Of course, the state numbers are now at uh, 1,650 confirmed cases, but 842 have been released from isolation. Of that 1,650, 842 have been released from isolation. And unfortunately, um, no new additions, initial deaths today, but that, that, that total in Minnesota is at 70. Uh, so again, thank you for what you're doing. Uh, this update will take place every day at 310. Um, go to our city's uh, website for information that links to all of the other uh, information. I want to thank uh, Dr. Williams for coming in today uh, and talking a little bit about that collaborative effort. Um, of course, you can always get a hold of me by calling me at home at 253-9535 or call me at my office 255-7201 or go to the city's uh, website. Uh, stay healthy, stay well, and God bless you.